0: Hi, and welcome to Blizzard Watch, the podcast where we talk about Blizzard games. Uh, I'm Matthew Rossi. I'm hosting this week, and usually every week, unless, you know, something happens. Like, for instance, this week, my throat attempted to close off, so that would have been harder to do the show. Um, but I managed to get through it with a combination of grunting and screeching that terrified my my co-hosts. Speaking of my co-hosts who were terrified of my grunting and screaming, um, first, uh, let's introduce the incomparable Ann Stickney. Ann, what have you been doing this week?
1: I wasn't terrified. I was like, once he started roaring like a dinosaur, I was really impressed. Um, so, what have I been doing this week? Uh, writing and playing the game, getting ready for um, for six point one by making sure that I get as much stuff done as I can before it gets nerfed. <laughs> They're, they're changing the amounts. Did you see that they're changing the amounts of gold that are rewarded from certain treasure missions? Yep. Yeah, so I'm getting as many of those missions done as I can. So I can rake in all the gold I can before 6.1 comes out. And then the other thing that I was doing was religiously doing the Love is in the Air holiday boss every day to try and get the toy, which I did not get. All I ever got out of those guys was tokens, and that's it. Mm. I don't think that toy exists.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about I, I didn't do it for the lovers in the air boss, but back when the uh, they just before the end of uh, mists when they did the last uh, brew fest, yeah, I was running that thing like mad to get that to get the mount, and finally did get it this year after oh, like years and years. Yeah, I finally got it this year. I was like, oh, thank God, <laughs> because I was running that thing. The, the worst part was that um, back when when you could get the mount as a drop off the boss, right? Uh, I got it. But I passed it to my wife because it was on an alt.
1: Oh, and that was that, nice of you. Well, this
0: was back when your your mounts. There were was made. no account
1: mount. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was. So I was like, I'm not going to ride. I, don't, I barely ever play this character. I'm not going to ride the mount on him. So yeah, I will let my wife have it. And then next year they came up with the whole cross account
1: mount. So I was like, ah ha ha. So we've had like good luck with the holidays this year because you got your Brewfest mount. I got I got the headless horseman mount finally.
0: Finally, nice this
1: year after however many years. Yeah, I, and you that, should introduce the other person with us.
0: <laughs>
1: and no, I up. Okay.
2: I can sit here in silence the whole time. I'm good <laughs> with that. I was
1: actually
0: going to say now, now that we've covered our good luck with holiday mounts, um, also with us this week is the incomparable editor-in-chief of Blizzard Watch, our our silent, grim overlord looming in the shadows like a character in a Walt Simonson Thor comic, uh, Alex Zibart.
2: It's It's funny to me that as soon as I started joining you guys on the podcast... I became our local curmudgeon instead of you. Yeah, I know. They realized the truth of it.
0: I don't know if I'd say the truth of it so much as that you have the the you have kind of a primordial curmudgeonness that is <laughs> not linked to your age in any way. You just were born. I don't born know, know if I would
1: call it curmudgeonness so much as just you know apathy. I think <laughs> Alex came
0: out of the womb that way, whereas I had to learn it through like a lot of you know. Alex's first word experience. was it's
1: meh.
2: I I was born in my seventies.
0: You yeah,
1: backwards, you're like Benjamin Button.
0: Well everything was you know, everything was fine when it was dark and warm and safe, and then you forced me out here. It's like yeah, I guess. Sucks yes. out here. Yeah. So anyway, Alex, have you been up to anything interesting?
2: Um up to anything interesting, yes. Launching Blizzard Watch, that's pretty interesting.
0: Yes, but we know that you did that. That has,
2: that has occupied every living moment of probably me and Adam's lives since the moment we decided to do it.
0: So talk about it if you'd like. I mean, this is that show.
2: We have class columnists, uh, now most of them recovered. I brought on Magdalena or death Knight, which is pretty exciting. Um, Daniel Whitcomb did not want to, uh, refill the role again. He hasn't been playing WoW quite as much. So having Magdalena do it is awesome. Um, we're our field Of we run, our pet, f- do we run our pet
0: column today? Yes, uh, we,
2: You're gonna make me try to say her. Uh, Leo Plaridon.
0: It's Leo Plaridon.
2: Leo Plaridon. We have Leo Plaridon, aka Annabelle. That's her actual my, name. My Annabelle.
0: My dr- my dinosaur obsession pays off.
2: That works, and she's doing pet battles and various other things for us. And um, we're going to have a monk and a priest at some point, but not yet. Our paladins are working on their stuff. And that's pretty much what I've been doing. It's wrangling all of that and pulling all these people in and making it happen.
0: Very cool. I mean, I'm personally glad you're doing that because, you know, hey, now I have a job. That's, that's it's,
2: It makes it difficult to play video games. I actually tried to play games for a bit this weekend i was like uh i have too much to do in comparison video games are quite boring so i stopped
0: <laughs> ironically your job as the proprietor of a video game website is preventing yeah. playing video games it's true that's how it goes struggle. all right well we, we did a little thing last week which is new to us since this is a new show basically and that we talked about the news before we did emails and i liked how that worked so i'm going to try and do that again Okay. Uh first up, let's talk about Argy the space goat because that is my favorite pet that thing I've ever made in the entire history of the game. Generated 1.9 million dollars for uh looking for a cure for Ebola. So that's pretty neat. I don't really have a lot else to say about it. It's like, you know, it's pretty indisputable. Argy They this, didn't the, really
2: like try to give like the lore of this thing did they? It's just Nope,
0: no, it's a space no, goat named Argy.
2: Yeah.
1: Space goat. That's all.
2: Yep. I mean, it's cool. It's it's adorable. It's just like, okay, we're not going to hide it. It's just a cool thing. There's no I like
1: I like no it when they here. do the charity pets. Because the charity cool. pets, they don't... The charity pets can be anything. They don't even have to be, like, relevant, necessarily. They could be anything. And it's a straight-up up reference. Up.
0: Yeah, it's a straight-up reference to uh, to the fact that everyone calls Drenai Space Coats. Space Coats, yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's what it is. And it is this... It's this adorable little thing. I mean, you know, I'm sorry. Uh... It just it's very cute. It looks and it's the best part about it to my opinion is that it it has goat eyes. Yeah. The freaky goat blue. eyes. Yeah. And it's got this smug look on its face. <laughs> it just it looks like a Dran eye, Like, yes, I'm better than you. Look at my goat eyes. <laughs> so it's got even got one of those little decorative things around its like four its front paw. Like not paw but front hooks. Yeah, it's just adorable. Or
1: whatever you, the technical, goats might have a different, t- I think on a horse. That's a fetlock, yeah. maybe, uh, I, I don't it, know. It, I know. It's long, been a I know while since I've been it. like it's obsessed feet. with horses. That was middle school.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually used to, we used to raise goats on the farm, but I never, I wasn't
1: really much for that. I'm My not. sister has a ton, I think she's got somewhere between 15 and 20 goats.
0: Yeah. See, I was a kid and went we went to bush gardens and the goats pinned me up against a fence and ate my shirt off.
1: <gasps>
0: I'm not even kidding about this. This is actually a thing that the goats did. I to know,
1: eat. they'll do that. Yeah,
0: so they pinned my like ten year old body up against a fence and just ate the shirt right off of me. So I I I kinda have like a leery relation to goats. My and goat bush gardens.
2: experience only goes as far as goat simulator, which I'm pretty sure is not completely true to life.
1: No, not really. Actual goats are they're fun
2: I
0: mean
1: if I you, hear it's pretty if close. you yell at them they'll all just start yelling right back at you it's kind of well, fun
0: also it depends on the kind of goat you have because uh, there's a syndrome goats have called feigning goat syndrome where yeah. if they get excited they just kill over and you know I've my seen sister, that in my
1: life my sister has a bunch of like just regular goats and then she has these ones that are I don't, I forget what they're called but they're smaller and they have stripes down their backs and they're very dainty looking little guys and this has nothing to do with Blizzard games at this yeah, point. Yeah, so I know. Well, I'm we'll moving us on away goats. from the goats. None of these goats were space goats. But, yeah. yeah. No, I like it anyway. when they do charity pets, though. I wish yeah. they'd do more of them.
0: Our, just I'm going to rephrase it real quick, though. The Argy generated $1.9 million for Ebola. Uh, over
1: $1.9 so, They didn't give us an exact for Ebola number.
0: Ebola relief, let's
2: specify. Yes.
1: yes, for Ebola
0: relief. Not to get you, Ebola. They're not bringing it over yes it was it is for the, the red cross's efforts to you know help stop Ebola and it's pretty pretty awesome in my opinion yeah. okay um they also this week the uh overwatch has been seeing it's you know been tweeting all sorts of you know new maps and new ideas and so forth kind of doing like a little press push but not a big one that's been on twitter uh, so if you go over to the official overwatch twitter
1: they are actually going to be at pax east And I believe you're going to be able to play it at PAX East, I think? Possibly?
2: Yeah, I don't think they've said much about what they're doing at PAX East, other than Overwatch and Hearthstone will both be there. But PAX East East has historically, I say historically, in the last few years, a place where Blizzard makes big but not major announcements. Like the Hearthstone Hearthstone expansions were first announced there, rather than reserving it for BlizzCon.
0: Was it last year that they had like a game time thing for for the Warlords
1: beta, something like that? Yes, I think that was last year. Yeah, Pax East. If you want, if you want, if you are going to Pax East and you want to find them, they're going to be in the expo hall at booth eight one one six. Apparently, that's where they're scheduled to be. But um, I know that when they were tweeting, they said something about Pax East needs heroes join the fight. Which to me that indicates oh we're gonna have playable demos. So
2: yeah, and. If there's any announcements, it could be anything from here's the new map we teased to beta is opening at such and such date. you know we have no indication what yeah. they're really um, doing
0: yeah if if it follows you know past indications, it could be something like you know here's something that'll let you into the beta when you know when it comes out, it could be this is when the beta will be, it could be you know just here's the stuff we've already been talking about, here's a playable demo we don't really know, so yeah. But it's, you know, that's cool to know that they're still, you know, Overwatch is one of those games that I'm not really great at shooters, like team shooter type stuff. It's not really a genre I'm good at. But the art and the, you know, stuff they've shown for this is so interesting that I'm willing to at least give it a shot just so I get to play with it. Because, man, there's there's a monkey with a gun. I'm sorry.
2: What I expect will happen is I'm going to get super excited about the game and I'm really going to love playing it. And then everybody else will get a lot better at it than I am. And then I'll hate it.
0: So it's going to be Mass Effect 3 for you all over again?
2: I, I was really good at Mass Effect 3. Huh. Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, I did Platinum regularly because it wasn't competitive. It was versus AI. Huh. And if I'm playing against a computer, I have no problem with that. If it's against other players, like I'm a peasant and they're all immortal gods. And I have no idea how that happens.
0: See, I, was, I actually had the exact experience you we were just talking about, but at Mass Effect multiplayer, I always felt like I was laying my team down.
1: I just hope that they open the beta well, soon. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to play this at BlizzCon at all. And I really yeah, you were kind of busy. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of busy. But I mean, I really want to play it. I want to get like get my hands on it. I'm not really one for shooter games at all. But then again, you know, I wasn't really one for doing games like Heroes of the Storm either. And I kind of liked that one when I was messing around with it. So, I don't know. Speaking of Heroes
0: of the Storm, the Anubarak skin for you know the love is in the air event is out.
1: <laughs> That's... The trailer for that was great. The love bug.
0: Yes, they it's it is what it sounds like. Just thought we should mention that one. The
1: ladybug with hearts.
0: <laughs> um, one of the things about Heroes, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think I'm going to play Heroes. I straight up just don't think I'm a mobile type player. But one of the things I love about it is all the skins. I just love yeah. the skins. I could sit here and just, I could, like, seriously, I would be one of those guys who will sit there and, and, like, just have a database of the skins and just look at them all. Like, did you see the one that they did for Thrall where he's, like, a fell orc? Yes. Oh, my That's, gosh, that
1: was the best.
0: The, the Hellhammer Thrall or something like yes, that? Yes, it was fantastic. That's just, I, I want that guy to actually show up and WoW. I want him to step through a portal and just be the boss of the next expansion. I don't care. I know it's another orc, and I don't even care.
1: I want J- Jaina's variant, the variant... Um, t- the tier five outfit? Yeah, the one that was, like, black and purple. Yeah, that's I amazing. I want that one in WoW as, like, a transmog
0: thing. That, that made me almost <laughs> almost for a second consider playing a mage for, like, a minute. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm done.
1: I just, I want that as, like, a transmog option in World of Warcraft, because I really, that turned out sharp. There's a bunch of, like, the armor sets and stuff that they've got in Heroes. The, I mean, the- I'm the not-
0: Barbarian, there's a Barbarian skin for Heroes, I'll let you go, but there's a Barbarian skin for Heroes that is Warrior Tier 2.
1: Yeah, I liked that's, that one, too.
0: That's one of my favorites.
1: With the with the axe hat and the axe yes. shoulders. Yeah. She doesn't wear the hat. She doesn't wear the hat?
0: She doesn't wear the hat, her head's there, but she wears everything else. But she's got the shoulders. You got the shoulders, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not really one for MOBA games at all, and I probably won't play Heroes of the Storm once it's out, like, out-out. Um, just because... Whenever you get into team style combat play like that, I always it. I'm not. I know that I'm not very good at it, and and I know that I'm not going to get very good at it. And the last thing I want to do is drag down anybody's rating, or you know, make them lose the game because I don't want to be that person. So rather than you know, going in and doing my best and hoping for the best, no. I'll just I'll bow out and let the people that are good at that kind of thing do that kind of thing. But, I mean, the demo and everything, I mean, when I was playing through it in the beta, it was pretty fun. I liked it. The demo was
0: amazingly, was at least the last time I played it, which was like a couple months ago, it's amazingly well done to get you yeah. into the game. Yeah. And, and also a little amusing at times when Uther is just getting exasperated with all your questions. Look, just go with it. But Yeah, it's, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, less, it's uh,
2: here's uh, another one of those things where it's, it's a competitive game, so unless you are super invested in it, you're not going to be as good as everybody else.
1: Yeah, and i And I'm
2: that's going to ruin your day.
1: I'm never going to get to that point. I don't, it, it's, it's not so much about ruining my day, it's about I don't want to inadvertently ruin somebody else's day because I don't play on the same level as they do. I, I'd I mean, rather just go play the things that I am good at.
0: The last time I played Hearthstone... Uh through some combination of like just sheer idiot luck I was like winning a lot Oh yeah And I I think I was making this one guy lose his mind Oh really? Cuz he seemed like he kept spamming emotes at me all the time throughout the entire fight like the entire like game and I felt really bad Like I, I cuz I'm just I'm just picking stuff at random I don't even know what I'm doing Uh I picked garage because I just you know be warrior uh, and I just you know, kept using that shield thing. And I, I was like, I'm terrible, but I was winning.
1: I hate and that I, shield thing.
0: <laughs> and I felt like I was just ruining this guy's life. Like, that's the one problem. I, I, I'll admit that I'm glad that in, in, in Hearthstone, nobody can, like, actually, like, say direct things directly to you. That's the I, reason I,
1: why I yeah. like Hearthstone is because it... it I don't feel like I'm ruining anyone's day because as far, as far as I'm concerned when I'm playing it, it's like, oh, I'm playing a very, very smart computer right now. It's not a yeah. person. It's just a very smart computer, and if I say hello at it, it'll say hello back. Well, this is great. Yeah, just I'm felt going like to poke
0: like, holes in the Hearthstone board. <laughs> the, guy, the guy dropped his, like, he dropped Ragnaros on me, and I still won, and I felt bad because <sighs> it felt like he was popping his legendaries and I was still winning. Just, yeah. Sorry, they, The that monster,
1: guy. if you build the deck right. Yes. Or, apparently,
0: if you just have sheer idiot luck.
1: Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, well, at this
0: point, we should move on to emails. Um, I'm getting used to the email address being different, so bear with me. But the email address for the, for the show is podcast at blizzardwatch.com. Uh, please send your emails to that, and we'll answer as many as we can, as we can in a week. Um, as always, we're willing to talk about anything involving any of Blizzard's games because that is what we do. World of Warcraft obviously gets a lot of focus, because, you know, that's that's where we come from. But if you have a question about a different game, uh, feel free to ask it. If we can't answer it, we will try and find a way to answer it for you. Uh, first question is from uh, Ribeiro. Did that seemed right to you guys? Ribeiro?
1: Ribeiro, yeah. Yeah,
0: sure. Hi, really love what you've got going with the new site, and hope it continues long into the future. Thank you. Uh, I've been considering getting a race change, not a faction change, for my Monk, I'm gonna decide going decidedly bored of human lately, so I know I want to swap to something. Problem is I'm not sure what. Hence a double barrel question for you. First, if I was to pay for the recustomization today, does that set a time limit on when I have to use it by or does it just sit on my character select screen until I use it? Second, any race recommendations for an Alliance Mistweaver. Not a bleeding edge raider, so not really bothered about min maxing, just wondering what you guys thought. Thanks, keep up the good work. Uh Ribeiro from Elite Wildhammer EU. I'm pretty sure you can use it whenever, but every time I've gotten it I just used it immediately, so I'm not 100% sure on that.
1: Yeah, I think the little icon just sort of stays there and you could just use it when you want to use it. I don't think yep. it expires. No. I mean, I know that that's the way it is
0: for the like when you go you boost a character, but I'm not 100% sure. Every time I fought a race change I've like literally just used it immediately.
2: I think uh, it would be be bizarre if you paid for the customization and it expired. Yeah, yeah I don't think it expires. It's not, it's not milk.
1: Because I think when <laughs> it's not milk, <laughs> I think it's, uh, you know, when you buy it, it flags your account and says, oh, this account needs one of these things. And then it just sort of sits there. And then when you use it, it says, oh, this account used that thing. And then flags it the other way. I mean, I don't know all the technical specifics because I'm not obviously a technical person given my lack of any kind of terminology, but I I think all it does is just flags your account and says, this account has a thing that they haven't redeemed yet. And it just sits there indefinitely. I don't, I don't think it goes away. It's like, it's like with the boost, the boost just sits there. But to answer your question
0: um, for a Mistweaver monk on the Alliance side, uh, I have two answers. One of which is my default answer, and the other is like an actual, seriously thinking about it answer. Default answer is Draenei because it's always Draenei. That's just always gonna be what I say. But honestly, um,
1: I really like how gnome monks look. Play a gnome. I, like, uh, really, that was my immediate response was play a gnome.
0: They just they they're like flipping out. It's like a little crazy. Like it's. I know everybody thinks you know they hate the 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 Star Wars prequels, but remember how the Yoda? Yoda yes, yeah, remember Yoda flipping out the lightsaber? <laughs> it's like that, but it then looks silly. It's like you know, well, it looks a little silly because it's a gnome, but that's kind of the thing. But it's just there's something so badass about somebody just who literally turns themselves into a little spitting cannonball and throws themselves at people, and that's kind of how the gnome monk feels to me.
2: I have a, I have a complex relationship with monks. In that, I don't like Pandaren, but I also think anybody who isn't a Pandaren that is a monk looks really stupid in combat. So, do Pandaren, because you look stupid if you don't.
0: See, once again, Alex has managed to suck all the joy out of this thing, but, you know... The
2: animations are so wonky for everybody else, it's just not natural.
0: I I don't think they look bad for gnomes at all. Um, Have you seen a gnome monk recently?
2: Honestly, I don't see gnomes at all.
0: Yeah, well, there's that. They're, they're so shy. tiny.
2: I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> um, but I know seeing like night elf monks, their animations are just like this. This does not seem like they even right. belong in this game.
0: They just... hold on, hold on, hold on. Let Let's be fair here. They have yet to fully sync up night elf animations. Because I'm playing a night elf warrior right now. But even night in, elf warrior,
2: even in myths.
0: Yeah, but since right now. Quite frankly, even in mists, even ever, night elf animations have not been right for ten years. Let's just 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 admit this. There's some there's always been something a little off with the way night elves are animated. Yeah, and just Especially in males.
2: In general, the the poses and stances females, involved in monk combat. None of them feel warcrafty or that they flow the way Warcraft combat flows. And when I see a monk in combat in a dungeon or something, like they stand out because it just doesn't seem like it belongs there. Except when it's a Pandaren doing it, then it suddenly is like, okay, this actually fits the combat that's happening right now.
0: See, I, I don't agree with you there because I, you know, don't,
2: I can't, I can't even explain what it is. It's just weird to me. You're making
0: an aesthetic argument. It's the same yeah, a- argument a- all the aesthetics time.
1: Aesthetics-wise, I think there are certain races that look better with the monk animations than others. And it's the ones that are kind of smaller in stature and or squat looking. So, like, gnomes look good. They got the good animations going. and obviously look good as monks, really good. I think dwarf monks look pretty okay. Blood elf monks are, they're riding the line, but they're okay. The taller you get and the longer legs you get on a character model, the weirder it's the it looks. It's, See, it's really is- the legs. Because orc monks, orc monks look great. Male orc monks are awesome looking. See, that's another thing too, is like I mean, uh, I
0: honestly when I was talking before, I am specifically talking about night elf males. I think it's the same problem that they have when they run. Yeah. They look a little the fast. They look like they're going too fast. Yeah. And that's the problem they have when they're doing the monk animations for night elf males. They know females I have no problems with.
1: Uh, they look fine. See, I think they look weird and it's just it's all about the leg length.
2: Yeah. The females <laughs> also look weird doing the monk animations, I think. And it's just the monk animations. Doing anything else, I think they look great. But you get a night elf female monk, and it's like this is just bizarre.
0: <laughs> but you know, I I would say gnome just because I think gnomes look cool. Pretty much, if you were playing horde, I'd be pushing for undead because undead un, undead already look crazy good as melee. Especially undead women look really great as melee. Yeah, uh, they just. If I were going to be playing Horde full-time, uh, it would either be Torn or Undead Female, because just Undead Women look like saws. They, like, they literally look like, you know, ah, I have things in my hands that can hurt people, and I have people to hurt! Ah! And they
1: just take off. Undead Female Rogues, I, I loved playing that for a while. Um do they do the flip? The
0: yeah, they do the backflip. Flip. Backflip.
1: Yeah. When you do eviscerate, they do like a backflip thing.
0: Yeah, I, mean. I, I had a friend who, who raided on a Fury Warrior, an undead female Fury Warrior, and she just, whenever she would hit, like, a, this was before, uh, you know, Mists, was before even uh, Cataclysm, so whatever the attack at the time, it was probably just Bloodthirst, she'd just do this, like, crazy backflip. Yeah. It was just really cool.
1: Yeah, I loved the backflip. I thought it was great.
0: So, yeah, but for Alliance, I'm going to go with Gnome. And if you hate gnomes, uh, I always argue draenei just because that's me.
1: Yeah, draenei are also very cool. I don't think that they look fantastic as monks, but, you know, well, the thing is, it's an aesthetics ra- thing. It's not a gameplay thing. It's just an aesthetics thing. I, don't, I think they look kind of funny. Draenei have the staff flip, at least, because they've yeah. always had the staff flip.
0: And so it, that does, I think it looks you know kind of like It
1: me quite so much on a draenei because they have hooves for some reason. And the hooves make the difference. <laughs> it's like, That's okay, always I could see, see them kicking something. I could see them kicking something because they've got like a hoof.
2: What bothers me about that is they still do a forward kick with their hooves. They and like, heard. I don't think that would work <laughs> the same way as it does with feet. It'd be
1: cool if they like.
2: They should have a slipped, very different like, animation.
1: Sideways and, you know, yeah. It's like a um, back kick. I'll tell you right now, horses at least
0: can kick you frontwise. Yeah. I've, in fact, my, one of the reasons... Yeah, but my it's father, not like a toe kick. They just, like, propel their hoof at you. Yeah, the thing about, like, one of the reasons my father... Keep in mind that the uh, hoof on a horse, at least, is your front toes. That's yeah. its toes right there. If that's it's hitting true. you with its hoof, it's hitting you with its toes. Uh, and that's what they do. Um, my father got his uh, spleen crushed while standing in front of a horse, because you're not supposed to do this, you never stand behind the, the animal's legs, and you never stand in front of its legs. And he got cocky and got in front of its legs, and it just kicked forward, and it destroyed his spleen. Ow. It popped it in his body.
1: Ow, so, okay. Do not do move not on.
0: assume that they can't kick hard, just uh. because they're kicking it forward. Um, but we're going to move on to Black Widow. I, well, it's no A there, but, you know, hey, it's Black Widow, you know what it is. Bulk Widow. Yeah, no, it's not Bulk oh. Widow. <laughs> bulk widow okay i am a widow and i'm a widow in bulk i have many dead husbands uh u.s area 52 and it has a question for us and it starts with a question i've been a huge fan and supporter of transmogging since it was first implemented being able to match my gear and create various looks is aesthetically pleasing however with my bank void storage and bags all to capacity i've run into a huge issue keeping my various visual gear sets organized and easily found suggestion Incorporate clickable armor stands into our garrisons, um, storehouse level 4 maybe, that would use an overlay similar to our character tab gear slots. These armor stands could not only display the armor placed within the slots, but have a T-Mog All button that once clicked would mog all equipped gear to the armor stand's look and also deduct the cumulative amount of gold. No more running back and forth from the bank to the the mogger or then back again. No more. Where the heck is that? Piece, is that piece searching, etc. What do you think, or what are your own transmog suggestions/slash implementations? Thanks, and I love all the work everyone produces. Been reading daily for years now. Keep it up, Black Widow. Well, thank you, Black Widow. I'm gonna say let's let Alex go if he has anything, because we the two of us will just talk about this for hours.
2: Yeah, this so. was one. This is one idea that people had for player player housing for a really long time, uh, even before transmog was implemented. People wanted armor racks where you could display the stats you've collected and that would be a really awesome thing but a more simple implementation would be on your character panel you can already save item sets that you want to wear why not add that to the transmog screen and just add stats that you want to transmog into that you can save for later use I think either one would be
0: awesome I have to agree that that's a cool idea now and now you can go
1: see I like this idea with the armor stands thing, because it, it like that would be a building I would definitely put in my garrison, something like that. Like that that would make me put the storehouse back in my garrison. So, immediately. You
0: know, here's what I've always wanted, and I've wanted it since they first announced garrisons, and it's based entirely on a web comic. Do you guys remember that web comic back when Transmog first came out that had? Like a human male standing in front of, like, a bunch of, like, lit up things that had all the various warrior tiers. And it was basically a parody of Iron Man. Yes. I want that building where I have (laughs) all the warrior armors, or, you know, if you're, like, a paladin or mage or whatever, you'd have all yours. I want that as a building where you basically go in and it's the armory. And it's got everything. It's got all your sets set up. And it's got, like, rotating, you know, go in and, like, say, oh, call up, you know, set number 72. And it pulls it out for you. Um, if you've seen Iron Man 3, I want that. I want I want a garrison mission where the Iron Horde shows up to raid and I just let all my armor go out and fight them.
1: I would like um, honestly, I, I think that like armor racks and things like that, it, it, it would be nice to see added to like the war mill. Because the war mill, once you have that that small handful of transmog sets that the warmel sells. There's not much else to do. There's no reason to really explore the building or look yeah, at the and, building. And the, and the building's are, not really
0: the sets themselves are like kinda limited in their appeal. Like yeah. there's the Stormwind there's the Stormwind and Orgrimmar grunt outfits, which are cool.
1: But you then know, the rest are all orc sets.
0: Yeah, and they're all like, you know, the various orc clans. Honestly, one of the things that I'm really sad about is that 6.1 isn't putting in like a Shadow Moon set, right? You know, like you or know, here's
1: any the- Draenei set. For yeah, that I minute. wondered why there weren't Something. any
2: draenei related sets there. And I know there's a Draenei set if you do this special
1: yep. yeah, 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 the special Garrison single building thing. Sorry, defense. But why is that there? Why don't you put that in the War Mill? Wouldn't that be logically where that would go? Within- I mean.
0: There's like enough. If you look at enough the NPCs, there's enough NPCs in this game. There's a there's a mail set that the Rengari have that you could put in there. There's there's like two different plate sets that you could put in there that the Drenai you know the peacekeepers and vindicators wear. And there's Um, some cloth sets too. Yeah, there's cloth sets. Um, I honestly feel like that was something I wished 6.1 was going to have. And man, if anybody's listening who can make it happen, you know, hey, 6.2. Draenei transmog. You know, make it happen.
1: Just any kind of... Just put some more variety in there, because yeah. all we got was orc clans. And, I mean, admittedly... And some of the orc clans the look- sets The sets look cool. Like, like the Blackrock set. Looks yeah, but the Blackrock set looks
0: just like the warrior tier gear anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know, great. We have a version of the warrior tier gear that warriors are already going to get. So it and basically I- just makes warriors look less special if
1: you wear it. I think the part that kind of, like, bugged me a little bit anyway was that... It's all separated by type. So Blackrock, the only way you can get the Blackrock-looking set is if you're a plate wearer. The only way that you can get the Shadowmoon-looking set is if you wear cloth. I mean, yeah. you could pick it up if you wear leather, and you, but you have to physically put it on. You can't transmog it because it's cloth. So that, that means that there's, like, two sets of armor that I can use out of, out of the war mill. Well, you That's can it. send it to alts. Yeah, I know yeah. you could send it to alts or whatever, but the thing is, is, like, if I put a building in my garrison, I mean, if I have an alt, why not have the alt build the building and get their own stuff, you know? Why would I want to, it just doesn't, it it's doesn't feel compelling. like there it's was not, enough. I
2: think it would be weird if my rogue put on, like, the Blackrock armor.
1: Yeah, it just, it feels like there wasn't. But- yeah, I'm not saying you, that the Blackrock armor needs to be leather or anything like that. I'm saying that there's only one leather option in there. There's two leather options in there because yeah. you get the Orgrimars. So there's only two leather transmog options in the War Mill, which I upgraded all the way. So here's what I get out of the War Mill. I get two transmog sets that don't take that long to actually get, except for like the scrap pieces. If you don't get the scrap pieces very often, I get a free seal. Every week, which is great, but it counts as my 1 of 3. And that's it. 6.1, you can turn in the extra scraps for items to upgrade your followers, which is fantastic. That's great. But it's like, well, what was the purpose of this building to begin with? Uh, so it I just didn't feel like it had a really defined purpose. So it I wouldn't kind mind, of a
0: catch-all. I wouldn't mind like letting rogues wear the Black Rock set or whatever for one reason. When they came out with the transmog hats that you could buy from yeah. from Blizzard, it doesn't matter what... Their, their armor type is whatever the heck you're wearing. Yeah. And I don't see a problem with the garrison building that's about transmog giving you transmog pieces that don't care if it's plate or cloth or mail or leather or what have you. Yeah. Because that's the purpose of this building, really. I mean, there isn't... It's going to have more purpose in 6.1, but for right now, the purpose is these transmog sets. And, you know, they let you wear the, the Stormwind set Whatever your armor type is, don't they? I don't know. Like, what, I honestly don't
1: know. I, I I don't know because all I've ever looked at it on obviously is my rogue. So the Orgamar set, it's leather. You know, well, I, if, they,
0: I, if they just if they have a different version for you know whatever, then yeah, they, it's still I don't know. I just feel like there there could have been done, more done with that building, and in general, yeah, could have been I more mean, done with Transmog in there.
1: It's nice with the work orders, you know, the work orders, you get scraps to buy your transmog pieces, which is like, again, there's two options there, but you also get armor pieces for like your followers, which is cool, you know, so you can upgrade your followers a little bit more, but it's like, well, upgrade your followers, cool, I'm doing that, there's transmogs, what is this building for, why is it here? It has like a couple of not quite clearly defined purposes. <laughs> and like yeah, the- I mean the reason
0: the reason I took it, I mean when I made it, like a dwarven bunker, but same same difference. Yeah, I made it so that I get better quest rewards. Yeah, that's why oh, well, I have that it.
1: too. I forgot about that. Of course, I haven't. You know, well, we're like at max level, level one hundred, so yeah, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't do I, I I still I like this idea though of the whole armor stand thing that Black Widow is talking about here because it reminds me of setting up <laughs> in Skyrim when you set up the little, do, you know anyway, it just reminded me of that I was like, oh, like in Skyrim where you set up the little armor racks and you can dress them up however you want and you put them in your house
0: Okay, we're going to move on to the next email
2: Minecraft has armor racks now Yeah, we yeah.
0: moving on to the next email we're not going to the Minecraft at all. Okay. Uh, next <laughs> one is from um, Valkyros, uh, pronounced Valkyros Um, Tidings, Blizzard Watch, Council of Blizzardiness. Uh, thanks. I've got three questions for you all today. Number one, what's your favorite follower and why? Uh, two, if you could go on a Valentine's Day date with a Blizzard character, who would it be and where would you go? (laughs) Uh, uh, number three, as a long-time ranged player interested in playing a melee class, casually I might add, what would be the best class to start with? Tips and tricks are welcome. I'm going to let you guys talk first, and again, I'm going to throw it to Alex first, because the two of us run them over on a daily basis. Alex?
2: Favorite follower, oh, you ask this when I haven't actually been able to log in for like two weeks and I don't remember anybody's name. Um, I have a weird affinity for the Night Elf woman who I can assign to my blacksmith because that's a lot more interesting than sticking Rolcon in there. I don't remember her, Delira Moonfang maybe? Yeah. Is she the Night Elf priestess?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so.
2: Okay. She's the only one I care about because she's cool.
0: Okay. Next, next question. There's three here.
2: I have to answer all three? Yes. If I could go on a Valentine's Day date with a Blizzard character, this can get really creepy. Um, Jaina, because why not?
0: Okay, and finally?
2: Play a rogue. Rogues are
0: cool. I love rogues. Okay. Now, Anne? I know what Anne's answer to number three is going to be already, but what the heck?
1: Okay, so, no, I'm going to surprise you with number three.
0: (laughs) If it's going to be Shaman, then I'm not surprised. Okay.
1: Anyway, so, uh, number one, favorite follower. Um, I'm inordinately fond of Landresser because I really, really loved him in Burning Crusade, and I was really happy to see him come back again. And it's kind of funny, because everybody's like, oh, just put him in the mines, so he never sees the light of day again. No, I love that guy. I I want... I want that guy following me around everywhere. He's cool. He's like one of the burning, you know, he's awesome. Why wouldn't, anyway, um, number two, I don't know. Number two. Okay, you don't have an answer. You don't have an answer. Yeah, I don't really have an answer to number two. I guess like. Medivh and hang out in his library except he's dead so that doesn't really count so the ghost of Medivh and will hang out in his library. So I think should date the Shade way. of
0: Iran come on. The I Shade got of to... Iran No! <laughs> he sent you didn't he? He sent you didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay so ranged player playing a melee class. Play a shaman. Play an enhancement shaman. Um, reason you want to do that is because you could still drop back and do casting if you need to and it's kind of like that transitionary period in between ranged and melee. It's a little bit of both. Um, of course, I also recommend rogues because rogues are awesome and I love playing one. But, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you've been playing ranged for a really long time and you just kind of want to dip your toe in, try Enhanced Shaman because they're, they're amazing. They're so much fun.
0: Okay. Now, first off, I'm going to answer backwards. Uh, three, I am definitely not recommending Warrior for you. Warrior is the hardest melee class to play cuz we got nothing when things get like you know always oh, going out of range. We got nothing. We got like a every 6 second weapon throw that does practically no damage and if you took a talent you might have stormbolt but you probably don't. No, we're not a good we're not a good learner melee class. We are pretty much the hardest melee class to to play well. So yeah, if you if you want to like actually like you know, drive yourself insane, going. What am I doing? Then yeah, play a warrior. But otherwise, no. Uh, I would actually, I'd go along with the shaman idea or paladin. Paladin would be good too. Yeah, paladins are are not easy to play per se, but they have a lot of options. So if stuff's going south on you. As you're learning it, you can like you know there's the paladin tricks that you can use to stay alive until you know you figure it out. The only so, reason
2: I didn't say paladin, I said rogue instead because I played my rogue more recently. But rep paladin yeah. is solid for learning what you're doing.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a good class to pick up melee. For number two, I am married and happily so. So I'm not going on any dates with some strange person who's probably mentally disturbed based on my experiences in Warcraft. Um, most of my favorite characters in Warcraft are kind of nutty.
2: <laughs> like, hop out.
0: like like Maev, who would would have I would say if I weren't married, I would probably say Maev. But Maev is A, hates everyone who's not a night elf and B has serious long lingering anger issues. So yeah. I'd rather be alive. So yeah, no. Uh and for number one, I'm gonna say the guy I don't want to say in case you haven't well, what the heck, it's been long enough. Admiral Taylor. I love Admiral Taylor. I love hanging out with Admiral Taylor and just chatting. How's it going, man? Yeah, I'm sorry about your garrison. Yeah. Mine's still okay, though, so... <laughs> remember, that time, remember that time we were underwater and you were incredible? The incredible pain in the ass? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it's You're so mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you were just a pain, such a pain. And remember when we went to Pandaria and you were a pain there, too? I had to rescue you from fish people? And then basically pretty much run the entire show while you lay around in bandages, and then, then you manage to screw everything up and leash a shop on... Yeah, remember that? That was... Dude, I just... You, man! You! So yeah, that's, that's my favorite follower. I very much enjoy sending him on missions with very low chance of success. Although, quite frankly, he succeeds, he succeeds almost all the time. I sent him on a mission today with 35% chance of success, and he succeeded.
1: That's because he's Admiral
0: Taylor, and he's awesome. I could not believe it. I'm like, you were supposed to fail. Now you're level 97. That's in the, that wasn't what I was going for at all. But yeah, Admiral Taylor is probably my favorite follower. Wouldn't go on a Valentine's Day date with him, though. Because, you know, Naga would attack, and then he'd manage to blow up the entire place with Shaw energy. Sounds like a good time. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And last, okay, well, we got to, maybe we'll get both of these. Who knows? But I'm going to skip to the last one first. Uh, this one's from Lily. Uh Lily says good evening everyone and congratulations on your success with Blizzard Watch. My Thank question you. is this, uh do you ever see do you think we will ever see armor models like those found in games like Terra and Guild Wars 2 or perhaps even something similar to what Taranda, Voljin, Ysera and other unique character models get to show off in? Uh I was really surprised with the new models. since Blizzard didn't consider overhauling armor design and move away from the textures being painted over the same skins over and over again. We've seen progress with shoulders, boots, and more recently belts, but chest and leg pieces remain unchanged. Why do you think this is? Stay awesome, Lily. Well, I'm going to say this first off. At least in plate, they actually have moved away from the just painted on thing to some degree, especially plate legs. Yeah. Uh, around the time of Wrath, plate legs got a lot more texture to them and they got like a you know, you'll notice that they went from just being basically stockings on your legs They're to chunky. Yeah, things that actually come out and come off. This was, however, at the same time that plate belts got ridiculous. Oh. I'm sorry, no, not ridiculous. Redonculous. Oh uh, no, no, no. Don't use that. Pro wrestling I championship mean it works, belts. but yes. Plate, it was plate. oh, they were terrible. Plate belts are now at the you know, they they've still kind of Teetering on this, like some of the some of the Draenor plate belts are pretty elaborate. Some of them are nice, but some of them are like you know, you, you put that thing on and that thing is basically holding your guts in. That that's not a belt. That's a that's a giant girdle.
1: I hated every leather. I think almost every single leather belt in wrap because it, it looked like an inner tube on my Blood Elf. It was terrible. <laughs> it looked like she was wearing one of the like the pool ponies. It was really bad. I'll say this that the Ysera
0: type armor I wouldn't mind seeing that on male characters and it has to be as revealing as it is on Ysera but (laughs) I don't want to see it you know I think female characters should cover up for a while and we just honestly I've always wanted to know why can't my character basically have the Conan look why can't I go shirtless and you know
2: like the dude on Karaj? yeah
0: Yeah. exactly the one who told us he was going to kill him last but he lied
2: Early chest.
0: Yeah, like, seriously, that is a look you should be able to have. You should be able to turn off your your chest plate. Just like you can turn off your helmet.
1: I'd be okay with that. Toggle us.
2: chest hair on and off.
0: Well, no, it's always on, Alex.
2: Or What if they, like, had chest hair drops with, like, designs shaved in?
0: <laughs> Dude, why would, you know, I've actually tried to shave stuff into my chest hair. It is surprisingly hard to get anything to look good. Like, I had a starburst at one point, and that was kind of cool, but otherwise it just doesn't work.
2: I should do it anyways. It's Warcraft chest yeah. hair designs off of raid bosses. See,
0: that's it. what that's what my shoulders should have been. They should have just been fur, just like a fur mantle. Like just, a you know, Yeah, just be hairy. But uh, you know, honestly, I, I think some of the models like on characters like Ysera, um Taranda's actually Taranda's current stuff looks pretty good. It looks amazing. Yeah, Wolgen I don't really like. Um, honestly, th- in terms of plate. Uh, Varian has the best suit yeah. ever. I love Varian's armor. I would love to be able to wear that as a character.
1: Generally speaking, the NPCs have fairly unique character designs so that they're, you know, visually recognizable no matter where you see them. You will always recognize Sylvanas no matter where you see her. You will always recognize Alexstraza no matter where you see her. You know, same thing with Taronda. If you see her, you know that's Tyrande. There's just no way around the that. Is, is but,
0: they, they did move towards that a little bit. Um, for instance, Garage dropped his shoulders. Yeah. Um, I and never that got them.
1: Cool. that. That yeah. was cool. That was cool. I i wish that they'd kind of. Um, the thing that I liked about Alex Draza and Ysera and Sylvanas' outfits was that they had texture to them and the capes. I really liked the capes. Yeah, they
0: they definitely would be nice to see better capes in a while. Uh, the thing I about that is, those, on those NPCs, those things don't have to worry about the uh, the variety of situations we put ourselves through. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the cape, like, I'm going back to Taranda's outfit because Taranda's outfit is, like, basically just robes. Yeah. But it's really detailed robes.
1: They're very pretty.
0: Yeah. Of course, we could, we could look like Malfurion.
1: I also really, really want thigh-high leather boots on my rogue, so, you know. Just because yes, I think it awesome. look cool. No,
0: you're getting chicken feet, and you're
1: liking it. <laughs> Get the chicken feet. Yeah. But well, generally but they can't like wear boots anymore. They don't look right anyway because she's a troll. So <laughs> yeah.
2: one of the one of the bigger issues with this kind of thing is Blizzard rarely designs a piece of armor that is completely unique. They uh, they do for like shoulders and
1: that things like vanilla, that. Was vanilla that they did that where everything looked really. There was, like, just a ton of really funky, distinct sets.
2: But uh, often use, like, things with, like, belts, um, belts, boots. They usually just have a small handful of models, and they retexture them for every single tier. They don't remodel every single piece of gear all the time. They mostly do that for shoulders, helmets. But otherwise, there's a lot of recycling going on, and they don't... Not every piece of armor is a whole new model.
0: Even stuff that looks very different is a lot of times actually the same thing just with different stuff on it. Yep. You can really tell this when you go back and look at some classic designs. There are shoulder pieces that you would not know were the same piece. Yeah. Um but they are. But because the underlying skeleton is the same and then they just put an entirely new skin over it. And this is still going on um one of the th- the, the leg pieces on warrior tier 10 um which I, I already mentioned are kind of chunky and built out are the exact same leg pieces on death knight tier 8 but they're even different. though they, they're different in terms of the skin on them but the flaring out is the same the shape they, the skeleton yeah. and they've done that before uh it, it's uh, like one of the things alex pointed out to me last i think we were talking about this we were talking about this in terms of like the paladin tiers from from burning crusade uh and we mentioned that there's a the pieces that look like they go together because they have similar colors? Yeah. But they're not actually intended to go together. Like one's the belt for tier 5, the other's like the belt for tier 4, and then you have like the tier 6 stuff which is very unique. I mean, if you if you want to know what the tier Paladin tier 6 looks like, it's what um Tyr- Tyrion was wearing before he put on Paladin tier 10. It's the big the big shoulders with light coming out of them. And Lightbringer, yeah, and that stuff. I mean, what what ends up really happening, especially when they when they put they do tier design, is they design like pieces that are quote unquote the DPS piece. Then there's the tanking piece, and then there's the healing piece. For any class, you know, for any like tier level where there's got class that wears all three, you'll see that with like leather a lot because druids can do. Just about everything. There'll be a specific druidy-looking piece, and then there's a rogy-looking piece, and then there's a piece that might look monkish now because yeah. monks wear leather.
2: One of the problems I actually had uh, in recent expansions is like Cataclysm and stuff like that. It was really hard to get matching boots. Yeah, because boots stopped being. I think was it boots that stopped being part of tier sets.
0: Boots, and, yeah, boots. They stopped making boots back as far as like you know. I think Wrath was like Wrath. Yeah, they didn't have. Yeah. They was they and went even to like the it,
1: tail end of Burning Crusade. The the pieces that you got, because like okay, yeah. I remember the the set, the armor set that you got in. Hyjal and Black Temple. It didn't. That's tier don't six. Think, yeah, I don't think it had boots or
0: a belt that they, went with it. Right yeah, they were matching boots and belts, but they weren't part of the set. Right, and, and then, then when Sunwell, Sunwell came out, yeah.
1: it was like, oh, here's the tier pieces, but the tier pieces didn't match the tier they, yeah. set that they were.
0: They the actually problem, matched the, the gear from Sunwell.
1: So right.
0: The problem I kept running into
2: too. is because I was playing a Retribution Paladin in Wrath, or like second half of Wrath and first half of Cataclysm. All your
0: DPS stuff looked Death Knighty.
2: It was Death Knight and Warrior. So I would have my Rhett Paladin set, which was like bright blue, and then I would have these dark red boots, and it's, it was garbage. <laughs> it looked so bad.
0: It was, yeah, for Paladins and Warriors, for Warriors particularly, like if you, I have the complete um, heroic Warrior tier, the stuff that dropped doing heroic um, Ice Crown Citadel, I have all of it. There's no matching belt or boots at all. It There's nothing. The, uh, the, the belt and boots matched to the non-heroic set, but they don't match to heroic. If you want to have color, boots the same color, you have to wear Death Knight, and then they don't match. They don't look right at all.
2: Yeah, my Ret Paladin right now is transmogged into a tier set from Cataclysm, and though I always played Ret, I collected the healing set so I could have
0: matching,
1: and-
2: matching clothing, and I'm transmogged into the healing set from Cataclysm.
1: I think... What bothers me the most about recent expansions and a lot of it has to do with the introduction of transmog, right? So they introduced transmog, which was great because now you can make your armor look like any other armor with some restrictions that are ubiquitous and weird. Um, <laughs> I'm still of the opinion that they should just lift the transmog restrictions. Come on. I mean, come on. Anyway, uh what bothers me, I think, okay, so you got, you went from Classic WoW where nothing matched, not particularly, and you didn't even have a dressing room for most of the expansion. So when you bought something off of the auction house, it was kind of this fashion show roulette where you didn't know what you were going to get until you put it on, and half the time it looked really ridiculous. I, my night after it looked looked like a clown. It was terrible, but all the pieces were good. It was just none of them went together. Um, and then you got to Burning Crusade, where you got more of that, because a lot of the Burning Crusade gear was it carried over with the same models as Vanilla. There was just this gigantic variety mishmash of stuff, right? Nothing really matched. So then we get to Wrath, and to kind of address that whole clown suit issue, everything got made into the same kind of color palette theme thing going, where everything sort of went together, even if it wasn't from the same set it still looked okay together because they were all kind of from the same color palette and that was cool right and then mm. they give us they give us cataclysm where it's more the same it's like everything's kind of cut from the same color palette sort of feel
2: wrath went a little too heavy on the wrath brown. did
1: it, it did it, there was a lot of brown in wrath and there was a lot of purple in yeah, cataclysm
0: Shadow Ch- Ch- did that really weird thing where like Again, I can only speak for plate because I don't have any. My shaman doesn't really even wear that kind of stuff. He always wears like old school stuff. But in in Kata, like the warrior, paladin, and death knight suits were all blue. Right. To start, the first set were all blue. Then they they brought in in, in the heroic sets were all kind of a weird reddish color. Sometimes, like the the warrior set was more of a dark purpley magenta red, whereas the death knight was a volcanic yellowy red. And the, the paladin one was gold, didn't match at all. It was like suddenly if you're wearing paladin gear it went from being this like, this really neat cool blue that kind of matched everything else to bright gold that doesn't match anything.
2: I thought the firelands set for paladins looked terrible in general. It did yeah. because
0: it had that that had that like helmet that was like a hood with like a helmet in it. Yeah. And it was like we're trying to make you remember judgment but we're doing a horrible job. Well, Just and the something thing- about
2: like the robe texture, if I recall it was like tattered and stained and disgusting but maybe my memories are worse than reality i don't know if it
0: was actually stained but it was tattered yeah
1: so going back to my point anyway so they so they started doing this thing where instead of just mismatched pieces of this at the other that just sort of randomly dropped all over the place there were certain sets that you could get and those sets were meant to go with each other and they were all kind of the same color palette so that it didn't look too bad if you had one green item from one set and another green item from another set. They kind of they went together anyway. Um, and then we get to Cataclysm and they introduce Transmog. And Transmog is all about, oh, hey, you can mix and match pieces now and make these coherent looks and things out of them. So that variety... Is actually pretty cool. Like, most of the transmog gear that I sell on the auction house is stuff from Classic and Burning Crusade. Because people want that one blue shoulder pad that goes with, like, this other thing that they've got and this tier piece from... Like, they want to, you know, compile. They don't just want an armor set. They want to, like, compile different looks all together. But we're still getting that same thing every expansion where... There's like three or four different green sets, and they're all recolors of the exact same model. And Actually, it's you know what's
0: really weird? Really boring. What I've noticed is they're not even necessarily recolors anymore. Yeah. Like I was, I'm going through um spires of Iraq and in spires of Iraq and 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 uh, the same plate set drops over and over again. The yeah. pieces all look the same, and they look the same. They don't look different colors. Yeah. And it's 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 basically carried that le- that idea of, of you know, things should relatively go together. Now everything does match. Like, there's very slight color variation that you can't even detect. Like, this and one's a little I more gold than that one. This one's right, a little more silver but than that I don't,
1: one. I don't like that. I, would, I find myself wondering
0: if it's, if it's them deciding, well, people are just going to transmog anyway, so let's just make it, like, utilitarian. But the thing is, is it's detailed, like,
1: that set is detailed. That, yeah. That green well, here's, set you will up here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? Here's, here's what I was kind of getting to. I'm wondering if for – obviously, they can't do it for this expansion because the expansion's already out. But I'm wondering if, for the next expansion, they did, like, high-res recolors of vanilla models with, like, a different color variety, different palette, this, that, the other. Just, like, updated all of that stuff and kind of fed that into the greens, how that would go over. Because uh, then you'd have all of these little pieces where it's like, oh, I can take this belt over here with, like, this thing from back in and this other thing here, and stick it all together. Like, which one do you prefer?
0: Honestly, I don't know, because I know a lot of people who don't use transmog at all.
1: Okay. Well, when and you that's take Transmog, strange. When you take transmog into consideration... And you look at the two different types that we have of green gear. And I'm not talking about like the blue sets and the dungeons or anything. I'm just talking about flat out green gear. You go kill an orc out in a field and he drops a belt, right? Or quest items because they usually match it Or quest up items, same. you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, which is better? Do we want the thing where it's all like one color palette and all kind of looks the same ish? Or do we want that variety as just like a pool of resources to pull from for Transmog?
0: Honestly I I can tell you right now I have no idea which is which will would happen because I don't know how they design that stuff anymore. Like I don't know where the focus is. It feels like the focus is definitely on raid gear. Yeah. and how raid gear looks. Yeah,
2: for me it's it's all for in recent expansions it feels like they kind of gave up on having diversity in appearances of the those green items. They just give you a leveling set. Yeah. And your leveling set is always going to be the same. And it's treated like a tier of gear. Like this is what the plate wearers wear until they move on to dungeons
1: or raids. Doesn't that kind of fly in the face of the whole customization aspect of transmog though? Because there's a limited amount of variety that you have to pull from. Really. But I don't
2: think I don't think they've ever designed specifically for transmog. Like no, they I don't haven't. think there's ever been a set that's like okay, we're creating this for transmog. But
1: should they? It's, I guess is the question.
2: I don't even know how many people use it is the problem like
0: I mean if you're I asking no me what idea. I yeah, if you're asking me what I feel about that I would think that was awesome but I use transmog a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, I know you and I do. It's just one of you, those things that I'm kind of worried about is like should they be catering more to transmog this idea talks. that people could pull different pieces from different things. You know, catering more to that idea of transmog that they that they put into the game, that they implemented and that by By my reckoning, anyway, just running around Azeroth and looking at people is wildly popular. Now, mind you, I'm on an RP server, so maybe that's why it's wildly popular. But same thing. I'm I'm wondering if maybe they should be paying more attention to that or doing something about that rather than just throwing us the same two transmog sets from one building in the garrison.
0: All right, well... We could
1: keep talking about this
0: literally all night. We but could. <laughs> the, show, the show does need to end at some point. So I'm going to have to step in and do my host job and write us in. Uh, and that is basically all the time we have for tonight. So thank you again, everyone who listens. It's, you know, it's huge for us to even get to do this. And that's because of you. You made it happen. So if there's something you want to hear on the show, if you want more transmog talk, if you want less transmog talk, if you want more Diablo talk, whatever you want to hear, Uh, that's stuff we want to know about. I mean, we can't promise we'll do everything. Yeah. Lost Vikings. At some point, we're just going to like, one of these days when I have like a really bad throat, I'm just going to have, I'm going to say something like lost Vikings and just like, you know, leave and let Anne go. (laughs) That'll be the show. Did you know that the Lost? but yeah, I'm out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to the blizzard watch podcast, which has the incredibly inventive name, but you know what? It, It works. We are a podcast of watching Blizzard. There's nothing else you can do for it. Um, email. yeah. Oh, yes. If you have an email for us, uh, podcast at blizzardwatch.com. That's the email address, and we'd love to hear from you. And so that's basically it. Uh, Alex, Ann, got anything else to say before we go?
2: If you'd like to support Blizzard Watch, you can go to patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash blizzardwatch.
1: I just have to say goodbye. Bye, Reddy.